this evening. Thank you, Matt, for that. Uh, I'm deeply uh, moved in my spirit to do something that um, <clears throat> I normally don't don't do. I want to go ahead and ask Sammy House for forgiveness. Sammy, uh, would you come up here just a minute and uh, would you share your testimony on how you come to know Jesus Christ as your Savior? And then, second of all, will you forgive me for asking you to give your testimony no. on how no. you come to know no. Jesus? Uh, I love this brother. I, I, I'm telling you, what a, what a wonderful man of God and one of our brand new deacons. Listen to how he come to know Jesus. Is it on? Yeah, it's on. Thank you, Pastor, for giving me the opportunity to share my testimony. Uh, some of you may have heard my testimony. Some of you may not have never had the opportunity to listen to me share my testimony. But uh, for over 30 years, I was a very prideful man, and I lived a life all about me. It had nothing to do with nobody else but me. And at that very young age, I become a severe alcoholic. I had a precious wife and kids, and they lived with me and watched me grow, and watched me just go through alcohol after alcohol after alcohol. So in January the 9th, I mean, September the 9th of 2009, me and Karen had to be married for over 30-something years. We decided to separate. But both of us being very prideful people, we wouldn't either one leave the house. So I moved into one end of the house, and she moved into the other end of the house. So for six months, we never spoke. And we went through the holidays, some Christmas and Thanksgiving. We never spoke. But on January the 3rd of 2010, Karen gave me a call. I was at the Pentagrass Flea Market. That was my Sunday uh, little venture I did till it became drinking time around 12 o'clock I would start drinking on Sunday Saturday didn't matter but on January the 3rd Karen gave me a phone call and uh, she said uh, you might want to go to the hospital said the ambulance just picked up your father well me and my father never really really could see eye to eye with the alcohol the alcohol in my life so I just went ahead and Drove on to Northeast Georgia Medical Center. I was self-employed at that time. January was a slow time for me in the lawn business. So what I done was is I just had an opportunity to go spend some time with my dad in January. And uh, as the week went on in January the 3rd, on January the 9th of 2010, it was a Saturday morning, my dad asked me to get him up out of the bed. And I couldn't get him up out of the bed because he was, he was deathly sick. So he asked me, would I go down to the nurse's station and get a piece of paper and sit down and talk to him? So on January the 9th of 2010, my daddy began to explain to me what he wanted to do with all his, his houses and his worldly things. And my brother-in-law was standing there, and my dad told me, he says, you're not going to destroy my family. So... He asked my, my brother-in-law if he would sign the piece of paper as a witness to what he told me. And when he got through with me, he looked up to me and a big tears coming down his eyes. And he told me, he said, he said, Sammy, he said, you got a beautiful wife and you got precious kids and you got precious grandkids. And he said, you're leading them in the wrong direction. 
And I didn't understand conviction. I was not ever in a church growing up except when I was in vacation Bible school as a very young man, very young kid. But I, knew, I do know one thing. The Holy Spirit of God convicted me because I had destroyed everything, and now my dad was dying. So I went on that day, and Karen was at the hospital visiting my daddy, so I went walking down the hallway at the hospital, and Karen come up behind me, and she said, you, you might need to consider getting back in church. But I didn't understand what she meant by that. So on January the 9th, 2010, I went back to the house, my house, and I crawled in my bed, and I never understood, never read the Bible, didn't even know where the Bible was in my house. But I did know one thing. I'd heard enough about God to know that I could not live the rest of my life. So I crawled up out of my bed, and I got down on my knees, and I asked God, I said, God, if you'll forgive me, I'll live the rest of my life for you. On January the 9th, 2010, I became a changed man Amen. at 1045 on a Saturday night. Amen. I had the great opportunity to go back and share with my dad on January the 10th. And I told him, I said, if you can hear me, just nod. Don't try to talk. And he nodded. And I told him, I said, I want to tell you I love you. I thank you for talking to me. And I just want to let you know that I'm not the same man I used to be. I'm a changed man. I gave my life to the Lord last night. My dad passed away on January the 11th, 2010, at 7 o'clock that Monday night. Mm. But God then began to do a work in my life, and he began to put my family back together. He began to put my marriage back together. And I was invited to Maysville Baptist Church through a Sunday school outreach called NFL. And Abe Brown invited me to come to Maysville Baptist Church and I told him, I said, Abe, I don't know where I, I can handle a church right now or not. And he said, just come and hang out with me. He said, it's NFL Sunday. My whole family came to Maysville Baptist Church. That, that was in February of 2010. Not only when Pastor Brian Stowe spoke, not only did, did I make it public that I give my life to the Lord, but God changed my whole family. My son-in-law got, my two son-in-laws got saved. My two daughters got saved, and Karen rededicated her life to the Lord. God is great. God is good. And I just want to thank God for where he's brought me. And I thank you, church family, for being such a support to me in my walk with the Lord. I love you. And if I ever have need me to share my testimony anywhere, please feel free to call me. I love to share my testimony. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, brother. I love you. Did you notice the deciding factor there? The one that made the difference was Jesus. And Jesus is the one that can make a difference in your life. This evening, we have open communion, which means the only thing you have to do in order to participate with us is you have to be born again. You have to know that same Jesus Sammy was talking about. My question to you this evening is this. Do you know him? I mean, do you know him like Sammy knows him? A kind of know of Jesus that changes your life forever. Where you once was lost, but now you're found. You were once blind, but now you see. The alcohol that blinded Sammy, Jesus revealed it, took it away, and thanks to being to God, saved his soul. That same God can meet whatever your need is, regardless of what it is. You fill in the blank, say, my need is blank. God can feel that need.
Let's bow for prayer. With our heads bowed and our eyes closed, maybe you're here today, and maybe you've never trusted Christ as Savior. And this is something that you would like to do. If you'd like to do that tonight, then I'm going to ask you to do like Sammy did. I'm not going to ask you to go home and climb out of your bed. What I'm going to ask you to do is right now, is just in your heart, bow before the throne of God. And before your heart right here, your heart before God's, would you cry out to the Lord and say something like this to him? Would you say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And this evening, I repent of my sin. And I trust you as my Savior. Thank you for saving me. I will live for you. In Jesus' name. And with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, if you're here tonight and you meant that and you prayed that and you meant that with all your heart, I'm not going to come get you. I want to thank God for the decision you made tonight. And I want to rejoice at the fact that this will be your first communion as a born-again child of God. If you did that tonight, would you just lift your hand up and say, I did that tonight, preacher. I gave my heart to Jesus this evening. Thank you so very much. Maybe you're here tonight and maybe you're born again. You are saved. And just a few moments ago when I asked if anybody else would like to give testimony, the Lord started tugging at your heart. He said, you need to give testimony. You know, that's a sure sign that you're born again. Maybe you disobeyed that. That disobedience is called sin. Dear friend, I want to encourage you tonight. Tonight as we go before the Lord, may we do as Paul told the Corinthians. May we examine ourselves. See if we're in the faith. Lord, is there any sin in my heart? Is there any disobedience between me and you? Is there anything that I need to get right, Lord, before you? Dear friend, tonight, we're going to pause just a minute and have a good old-fashioned gospel invitation for born-again children of God reflection. You can call it a recommitment, a, a fresh commitment, a revival in, in yourself, whatever you want to call it. But I want to encourage you tonight. Leave self right there in the seat. Take this time to reflect. Ask God to forgive you. And let's partake of the Lord's Supper tonight in a worthy manner as we remember the reason why we're here. Because Jesus went to Calvary. Father, thank you that we have altars to come to. Lord, I know that there's some here tonight that will not be able to make it to the altar. I understand that, and so do you. But Father, I pray that every willing person who has strength in their body to come, I pray that we all would reflect and examine ourselves before we partake of the Lord's Supper. We love you, and we thank you for this time together. Blessed, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's all stand. The altar's open tonight. Savior say thy strength indeed is small 
child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. When Paul was instructing the Corinthians, he gave us this beautiful picture of that evening when the Lord was about to go to Calvary's cross. He tells us in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat. 
This is my body, which is broken for you. This do ye in remembrance of me. This uh, evening, we have the bread that we're going to be observing here tonight. And the Bible tells us that Jesus took it. And as he took the bread, he broke it and he prayed for it. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, tonight as we think about the body of Jesus Christ, Lord, in the name and through the blood of Jesus, I pray, Father, that this reflection would be in remembrance of you. May we remember the sacrifice that was made at Calvary. Lord, may we remember the arrest that night in the Garden of Gethsemane. May we remember how your beard was plucked out. And Lord, may we remember how that crown of thorns was assembled. How you received those lashes. And Father, as they threw that robe upon the bloody back, may we remember how they ripped it off. And you had to carry your cross, our cross, to Calvary. Lord, help us as we reflect tonight. And remember your body that was broken for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Would you take this and go downstairs? Thank you. Kabilu, 
Jesus said this is my body as often as you do this do this in remembrance of me and then the scripture goes on to say that after the same manner also he took the cup and when he had supped saying this cup is the new testament in my blood this do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me Let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. Heavenly Father, in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 9.22, the scripture reads, Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. Lord, life is in the blood, the scripture says. And Lord, you used Ecclesiastes and Solomon to tell us that you've put eternity in our hearts. And God, knowing that we're going to live forever somewhere, you sent your Son to make a way that we might have eternal life through the blood that cleanses us from every sin. Lord, I pray that you would bless this time as we reflect now on the blood that you poured out for us. Lord, you didn't spill your blood. It was no accident. Lord, you poured it out for us. Lord, I pray a blessing, Father, upon this time together as we pause and reflect on the blood of Jesus. We love you. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have life eternal.
as you saw your persecutors from above. You looked down with forgiveness and with love. It is finished. It is finished. You cried. You yielded up your spirit and you died. But death could not keep you in the grave. And three days later,
don't understand. But I'm grateful that he loved me enough to save my soul. He said, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Let us drink. The Bible tells us in the gospel that they sang a song afterwards. We have a lot to rejoice about. We serve a risen Savior. He's not dead. And he paid everything. He paid the full price. So could we just together uh, sing that song? We're going to sing Jesus Paid It All. Isn't that what we're going to sing? Good. Jesus Paid It All. Let's all stand and let's join our voices together. And let's sing this wonderful hymn, Jesus Paid It All. Strength indeed is small, child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Lord, now, Lord, now indeed I find Thy power and Thine alone Can change the leper's spots And melt the heart of stone Jesus paid it all All to him I owe Sin had left a crimson stain He washed it white as snow And when and when before the throne I stand in him complete Jesus died my soul to save My lips shall still repeat Jesus paid it all All to him I owe Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Sin, a sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. He washed it, he washed it white as snow. He washed it white as snow. Sing, oh, praise the one. Who paid my debt? Oh, praise the one who paid my debt and raised his life up from the dead. Oh, praise the one who paid my debt and raised his life up from the dead. Oh, praise the one who paid my debt and raised his life up. 
Let's sing Jesus. Jesus paid it all. 